Welcome to Pushing the Limits, the show that helps you reach your full potential with your host, Lisa Tarmati, brought to you by lisatarmati.com. Well, hi, everybody. Lisa Tarmati here. Once again, fantastic to have you with us. I'm here with my wingman again, Neil Wagstaff, sitting over in the beautiful Hawke's Bay. How are you, mate? Good, buddy. I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. And today we've got another fantastic episode for you. We um, have just come off the back of our weekend run seminar that we haven't had in the weekend in Havelock North, um, in beautiful uh, North Island of New Zealand. If you're listening to this from overseas, um, that's sort of in the North Island on the on the East Coast. Beautiful place. And we had a fantastic weekend. We had a full house of 30-odd runners uh, come to learn everything about running, but they actually went away learning a heck of a lot about mindset and about um, motivation and about nutrition and everything else in between um, and was really really a fantastic weekend we are running another live event uh, on the uh, weekend of the 9th of November 9th and 10th of November again in Havelock North if anyone's interested I'm going to put a link in the show notes uh, for you to register and you can find out all about it. We'd love to have you come and join us if you want a fantastic weekend with like-minded people that are all into health and fitness and learning about upgrading their minds, their running skills, and their bodies. So uh, it's really a fantastic weekend. Neil, how did you find the weekend, mate? Did you have a good time? Yeah, out this world, mate, out this world. It's always the energy at those things, the excitement, the, well, the stories that everyone brings to it. It's, I, it just makes me smile thinking about it. It gets the hairs up on the back of my neck because... Everyone's there for a different reason. They're there for a common interest of obviously of running, but they've got their own goals, they've got their own why, and it's those special stories that, that make it for me. It's just, yeah, it's so cool. And to see people evolve over the weekend and come in a little bit unsure about what they're capable of and realise by the end of the weekend that, wow, I can do a whole lot more than I, I thought I was able to do. Yeah, it's really fantastic to see that. And, you know, one of the main themes that keeps coming and reoccurring at these events and, you know, with us dealing with hundreds of athletes and coaching, we get this common theme coming through, which is that people come to us and they go, they qualify everything. Like, hi guys, I'm really interested in your run coaching programs, but I'm not a real runner. And I'm, I'm only just a real slow, you know, middle of the pack or I'm just starting out and everything is qualified with the, with the words, I'm not a real runner. And so we're going to do an episode today about... I'm not a real dot 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 because this is this is a thing that's not just to do with running but it's in every part of our lives I find a lot of people are going around saying I'm not a real so-and-so or I'm less than what we think I might be um, and we're going around with this lack of self-confidence really in who we are we're not sitting in our power and in, in our you know confidence that we can really achieve a lot of things you know when I go you know I'm studying a lot at the moment all about real estate investing and, and all of this and this is a new area to me right so when I go to see an expert I don't want to go in there qualifying myself saying I'm a complete numpty I know nothing about anything but I do go in there and say look I'm new to this and I'm really keen to learn but I don't go around and say that I'm I'm a complete idiot because that sets me up for, for being in a lower position you know and for being um, not confident in what I'm actually going to do. Yes, I might be new to a new skill, but that is nothing to do with where I can get to. And that's nothing to do with how I should be seeing myself. You're just learning a new skill. And 
each and every one of us is a newbie in one area and an expert in another. And we don't need to feel ashamed about this fact when we're starting something new and it's scary. And we don't need to qualify this, well, I'm not a real runner or I'm not a real athlete or I'm not a real business person or I'm not a real real estate investor or whatever your area is that you are going to try to find out about. It's super that you are there to learn. And, and it's really important to sort of stand in your own power and say, this is who I am. I'm an expert in X, Y, Z. I'm new to this area and not have to go, you know. So, Neil, like you, you heard it again and again in the weekend, eh? Yeah, and, and throughout, interestingly, throughout the week with some people I've been working with at the gym and some, um, some of our regular coaching clients as well. I've done a couple of coaching calls this this week, and one of the things we've been working on with a, with a few of the clients is is really what are your what are your strong words. So I often ask people that, what are your strong words? So rather than starting a sentence with "I'm not" or "I can't," starting with "I am" and "I can," but what what is the strong word? "I am," "I am strong," "I am a runner," "I am good," "I am great," "I am a superhero." So the minute you reframe that in your head and start a sentence with that, all of a sudden the whole direction of the conversation and the situation will, will change. The other bit, just backtracking a little bit on what you were saying is, is with the way you're approaching situations, which is gold. You, people often forget that they've got a multitude of experience and a huge skill set that is very transferable into the new thing they're a newbie at. So I might be a newbie at, at certain things you were talking about, obviously the property investing, but the, the years of experience you've got in other aspects of life, are going to pull through to that and all of a sudden you start to understand it. you're going to pull on that skill set and pull it through and go actually i understand this it's just looking at it through a slightly different slightly different lens mm. so it, it's really about how you're you're entering a room how you're entering a conversation how you're you're you're, you're setting yourself up we had using the weekend as an example a group of unsure people who left feeling a whole lot sure about what they're able to do and what they need to do and how to do it it's it's almost like they've now got the formula that yeah. allows them to go. I am a runner. The um, one of the ladies I spoke to this week, she's she's done more ultra marathons than I have, more multi day stage races than I have because I haven't yet done one. And I'm sitting there coaching, explaining this to her, saying, actually, if we look on paper, you we could argue that you're more of a runner than I am. Who do you think is more of the runner? She's, she's like, you're the you're the runner. I'm like, actually, you're you're more of a runner. So <laughs> I should be the one. I should be the one. And I I definitely think I'm a runner. So it's, um, it's just, yeah, qualifying it in your head so that the, the confidence lists as you, as you move forward. Yeah, and you don't need to be the absolute best in the world to even be a teacher. Like, you're a, you're a, you know, like you said, you're a running teacher. Now, you were my coach for a decade before we even got into business. Um, now, did I go to you? Like, you haven't run 150 ultramarathons or anything. Are you therefore not as experienced or not knowledgeable enough to help me? No, the opposite. Because you can see it from a completely different perspective. You come from the science and the whole logical thinking, and I'm in the sub, you know, athlete state of yes, I have the experience, and that's why what we do is a really super good combination of experience and science behind the whole thing. Um, and this is, you know, just understanding um, who you are, what you're capable of, and to see the transformation in the people over the weekend from coming in all nervous, coming into this new environment and every time we go to a course or a conference or a learning it's it's a scary you know uncomfortable feeling when you first arrive at the front door isn't it nobody knows each other um <laughs> and you're sort of like oh my god what am i doing here uh and are they all going to be super athletes you know this is this is some of the mentality of people coming into and afterwards they 
tell us this. You know, I came in and expecting everyone to be superheroes, you know, and expecting to be told you've got to train harder and go more, you know, rah, rah, boo, booyah and all that sort of shit. And um, that wasn't what they got. They actually got a whole lot of amazing information on how-tos, the how-tos of, of what they came for, but they start, they left understanding their why, and they left feeling empowered in that the doubtful thoughts that they're having, the fears that they're experiencing, the guilt that they're experiencing is common to the entire room, and that includes you and me too. You exactly, know? yeah, exactly. It's so powerful, eh? Just to understand that shared experience instead of putting everybody else up on a pedestal and I'm down here as the lowly beginner on anything. And we tend to do that. We see, we tend, you know, to always see everyone else as better than us and as having everything together. And when you look around the social media world that we live in, that's very much what is portrayed. And you are always comparing somebody's Instagram moment, which is a highly curated moment, okay, of their best moment during their run at the top of the hill or their, for the camera, you're not seeing the grind and the shit and the tears and the, the stuff on the way to the top of that mountain. You're only getting the snapshot. And then you and your life are going, oh, I couldn't do that and they're better than me and everybody else is running 100 ultra marathons a week. You know, that's the sort of feeling you start to get. And you've got to remember, like, social media is just so curated. So Facebook, for example, knows exactly what you're into and will feed you a thousand runners doing a thousand crazy things every week. And so you get this, this misconception that the whole world is out there running better than you are when it's not true. Facebook is just picking out what you're interested in. And therein lies the danger. And, you know, this has been discussed before with the elections and things like that. You are getting fed what you are actually interested in and therefore it skews your view of what you're seeing and, and what you're actually experiencing online. Um, and just being aware of that whole dynamic, and this isn't just in social media, but very, you know, it's very prevalent in today's world that we see a lot of beautiful plastic people with lovely photos. And then we think that what we're experiencing in our internal world, you're comparing it in our bad moments and our hard moments against somebody's beautiful picture. And it's, it's just completely an unrealistic perception of the world. Um, and this is like the beauty of being something uh, like a live seminar like we did People have a perception of me, they have a perception of you, and then when they actually get to meet you, it's nothing like that. <laughs> they realize you're just as human as everyone else with the same. Uh, exactly, thing. exactly. And that, that is, was one of the most comforting things for everyone at the weekend. It was by far one of the most comforting things for them to, to just, that you could see the relaxation come across their faces when they were like, these guys are normal. <laughs> very unfortunately yeah, these, these guys these guys are normal they do normal stuff they they're they're, they're like us and, that, and once you realize that you can stop then it's um people stop feeling like an imposter and they start feeling like they're at home and that's that's really what we need to take away from today is that yeah you, we're not imposters we can feel at home if we understand our why well enough then we can relax and do what we do what we need to yeah and, that, and so imposter syndrome is therefore when you know, maybe you go through life and you're starting to feel like oh, I shouldn't be here. I'm not good enough. I can't be teaching this because I'm not the number one expert in the world. Um, you know, like does, do, if I want to go to the gym and build some muscles, do I go and engage Arnold Schwarzenegger? 
no, because he's like, you know, like so far out of my perception of what could possibly be, then, you know, just having someone one or two steps ahead of you or three steps ahead of you is all you need. You don't need to be the best in the world. So if you're that teacher too, you don't need to be a hundred million steps ahead. You know, and we talk with other run coaches um, too that are, you know, they have a special niche and they go, oh, we're not like you though. Like, you know, this is often the conversation I've had with people. I'm just taking absolute beginners. And I go, yeah, I'm, like, I'm taking absolute beginners too. Oh, I thought you'd only be working with the elite. No. Yeah, hell so no. true. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. <laughs> and everyone has the area where they feel uncomfortable, you know, and I'm, I'm not, certainly not comfortable with Olympic uh, athletes, you know, yeah. because I've never been one. And uh, I don't have, you know, that skill set or those genetics. And I understand more the battles of the everyday person. And therefore, I'm comfortable in that area teaching to people that have these issues, you know. And I don't really give a shit about the top 1%. But good on them, you know. They'll find better coaches than me for that. Um, and so it's understanding where you sit in the world and then Correct. sitting in that power. And then using those words, as Neil said, those in your, in your thought processes, saying you know, I am a master of this I am a runner I am strong I am able to do this not oh I can't do that and oh my gosh that's so amazing what you do I could never do that and all that if you hear yourself saying those things just understand that that person's just a little bit further up the mountain they're not at the top of the mountain either you know we're all on differing degrees of different mountains and most people we can learn so much from yeah. And that's the that's the thing I've got very very comfortable with over the years is as you said at the start of the start of the podcast today is the asking just going well actually that's that's amazing how do you do that being very comfortable that you don't know and getting someone to explain to you how they've got there that's yes. exactly how we've moved through and how we've gone up is is to go oh hang on a minute explain that again I don't I don't fully get it I don't understand it and then all of a sudden you learn and realise that actually that person was in the same position as we were last year. And yeah. all they've done is got a little bit further ahead so we can take that information and move forward. I think as well, to add into your why, it's just really drilling down, which is probably another podcast in itself, Lisa, and really working out what your purpose is. So really understanding what your purpose is, what your position is and purpose is in, in life. And once you get comfortable with that and you understand what you want to be sharing, what you want to be doing, who you want to be, it's really easy to be in your own skin. And we're not falling into that trap of making the mistake of, I should be this, I should be that. Yeah. Because we're comfortable every day. Just sitting there, company going, This is me, this is what I want to be doing. I know what I'm doing, I know how I'm doing it. And I'm not looking around again, I should do that. I try and do it, and it just feels wrong. You yeah. really, really take the time to work out what you, what you should be doing. What's your purposes in life, and where you're meant to be sitting in life, and that realizing that you can't do everything. And this is the one of the beautiful things about getting older. You know, like there's a lot of negatives about getting older, and we all know those very well. But there's a hell of a lot of benefits too, and it's called like wisdom. And if yeah, you, exactly. If you're learning, and if you have an open mind, and if you start to develop your skill set, then you, you know, just because you've been alive for a long time, you've got a lot more experiences to pull on and to share from. And if you keep an open mindset and continue your education, then you can end up feeling a lot more stronger as you get older than you know I know certainly I do like if I look back even 10 15 years ago where I was then as to who I am now it's like you know uh, it's not day it's not a day different I remember from when we first met the language you used to use then and the language you, you use now is it's night and day and we all evolve we all change and we should be comfortable we should be comfortable doing that yeah the, and that um, be our goal is to educate ourselves on an ongoing yeah, basis 
100 percent and it's um yeah and the challenge off the back of this should be how many times this week can the listeners go out and say everyone that's listening i am so i am dot 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 yeah and i can dot 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 and i do dot 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 how many times should you get that in and and just the saying it the saying out loud oh, i am a runner yeah i can run i do run is is it just it, it, just, it makes me feel makes me feel better saying it out loud yeah. it's great and stop apologizing for existing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, half the people just go through their whole lives. Oh, sorry, I'm not an expert in this area, or I'm not this and I'm not that. Just having the, the confidence to say I am. And even if you don't feel it in the in the moment that you're saying it, you're suggesting to your subconscious, and we did Correct. that a podcast yeah. last week on reprogramming subconscious. Correct. If you haven't heard that, go back and listen yeah. to that because reprogramming your subconscious is what we're talking about here we are talking about and that's repetitive use of that language where you want to be even if you're not there now i am yeah. a master of xyz i might not be yet but that's what i'm putting into my mind that's for suggesting to my mind that i am to my subconscious that i am and it will become a self-fulfilling prophecy it will if you keep saying it and if you keep understanding it and if you go and do the the deep work last week I've taught talk about, you know, self-hypnosis and things like that, that can speed the process up. Um, and, you know, like um, I was listening to another podcast today and it was all about, you know, um, focusing on the end goal, you mm -hmm. know? Um, so even though it might seem ridiculously far away, I want you to give yourself permission to set a big audacious goal and set that and visualize that future. Where are you going to be in three years' time? Where are you going to be in five years' time if you fulfill this dream? Are you going to, you know, be running UTMB or are you going to be running Badwater? You know, so, and it can be a ridiculous dream. See yourself there. Visualize the, the newspaper articles being written about you. Visualize the, the stories being told. Visualize the book that's going to come out. This is the sort of stuff I do. And then I work backwards from there. Okay, that might be a pipe dream right now, but it's there as my, my indicator of where the hell I'm going. That's my true north, if you like. And then I, have a, I work back from there. So if I want to get to there, what do I need to do in the next five years? And what you'll typically find too is that you'll go, but that's so far away. But if you, in the first uh, year, just do one-tenth of what it would take to get there it, it, you'll, you'll find that you'll gather momentum over the time okay so the first year you might be just just out of the blocks you might just get your first 10k done your first half marathon done and you're still dreaming of bad water okay um but the second year you might get to an ultra marathon and the third year you might get two ultra marathons three ultra marathons and then bang you're there it speeds up and this is the power of like compounding interest, right? I'm learning all about compounding interest in regards to real estate. The power of it is that the interest gets the interest of the interest. <laughs> yeah, it's gold. It, it really, really is gold. Yeah. And I often say to people as well that if I, when people are looking at it, if you could take 50% of this big goal that you've taken yourself in the next 12 months, would you take it? And no one has ever said no. They're like, yeah. I'd... I take it, and to your point, it's even taking that much and watching how that that grow and that grow and that grow. Don't look for perfection; look for consistency. Yeah. If you be consistent, then it's gonna it's gonna happen. If you look for most people that are looking for exact perfection, it it falls over. Is that micro commitment thing? 
Yeah. So if you do, you might think it's an unrealistic expectation to set this lofty goal that you've got and you can't even see the pathway to getting there. But by taking those steps and making a commitment to work on it every single day or every single week, depending on the goal, and just doing half an hour every day on it, or, you know, I'm going to commit to reading one book a week, or I'm going to commit to going to the gym three times a week, or I'm going to commit to uh, meeting with my friends and running for half an hour, you know, twice a week, whatever those micro commitments are that build it into a daily habit. And then that gets snowballs, a snowball effect so that you actually start to gather momentum. And then all of a sudden, when you look back, what you've achieved in a 12 month period, say, it's just like, holy heck, I really did that. And that gives and then all of a sudden you're saying, I am, I can, and I do. Yeah. And you're starting to head for the stars. Yeah. Getting out of the start box is a really hard one. And then keeping that momentum in the first months when you haven't seen progress yet. And you won't. Yeah. You might get some quick wins. Like typically with runners, what we see is that if like absolute beginners I'm talking about and they, they don't even know how to, you know, like run nonstop for 10 minutes is that they get some really quick wins. Within a month, we can have them running for half an hour straight through, and they're like, Whoa. And then it typically slows down a little bit. And so it's understanding the nature of learning and the nature of plateaus and understanding how to push through to the next level and not giving up in that lull, you know. Um, when, you know, working with my mum, once again, to bring an analogy from there, we would have times when she'd start to make leaps and bounds forward. Not literally, she's still not leaping and bounding anywhere, but she's not far. You know, she's, she's getting there. We would make really big gains in a very short time and then we'd have months of nothing. Absolutely no, no progress. And when I'd look back over those months, I'm going, and those are the times when people give up. And those are the times where you've got to push down, double down and keep going. Keep mm. that persistence going. I agree. When you push through to the next layer, that's when you'll get another lot another of improvement. You know, little boost. Nah, spot on, Lisa. Spot on. Totally, totally agree. Yeah. So I think that's probably enough for today, guys. I hope that there was a bit of a help for you. Another mindset tip. Uh, you know, this is, a, this is a running podcast and a fitness podcast, and there's, but there's a hell of a lot of mental stuff because, to be honest, this the biggest, is big piece of the puzzle. Huge piece of the puzzle, whether you're a runner, an athlete, a uh, person in business, you know, in the corporate world, there's all these same challenges that come across. And this is why the, the, the crossing, but the crossover between all the, the disciplines, you learn it for running, but then you actually learn it for life or vice versa, you know, so it really helps. So, Neil, um, any last words to add on, um, you know, phrasing things positively and not making an excuse, you know, Apologize. I am a runner. That's all I've got to say. I am a runner. <laughs> I am a runner. I am a master. I want you to go and write a list, guys. I've got a list on my fridge over there. It's got, I am a master of, like, there's 50 things on this list that I say myself that every time I go to the fridge, which is quite often because I like to eat, <laughs> I, I have to read three or four of them before I open the door. And that reinforces in my mind on a subconscious level repetitively repetitively i am a master and then i'll go around in my head saying i am this and i am that in my mind you know and i i have entire runs like when i'm on a treadmill i do this for example where it's boring as hell i'm, I'm on a treadmill there's nothing to look at anyway so i just go into this mantra and I'll pick a couple of things that I'm working on to reprogram in my mind and I'll just repeat the mantra over and over and over 
for a good half an hour until I drive myself insane. And then I'll go home and I'll start to see the fruit of that labor, not for not only physically from the training session, but mentally as well. So there's a quick tip for you. Go and do that. <laughs> Easy wins. Easy wins. All right, guys. Well, as usual, if you want to reach out to us, you can get hold of Neil and I, Lisa at runninghotcoaching.com or Neil at runninghotcoaching.com. Um, check out our website too, lisatarmaty.com. Um, check out all our programs, our Mindset University, our epigenetics program, our running programs. Come and join us on our Facebook group. You can find that. Just uh, look up Facebook groups, Lisa Tamadi, um, and hit us up on social media. We're really active on Instagram and on Facebook and uh, YouTube. We have a huge YouTube channel. On that point, I just wanted to remind people, actually, I've got about, I think it's eight documentaries on my YouTube channel, full uh, ad adventure running documentaries um, from places like Running Through the Gobi Desert or Death Valley, the Himalayas, Australia, the Outback of Australia. There's a whole lot of good stuff there. If you want some full-length movies and you're sick of Netflix, come and check out my channel. <laughs> much better viewing, much better viewing. Much more interesting viewing. Certainly better than the Kardashians, I can tell you that much. Um, so, yeah, check those out. Um, just hit, hop on over to the YouTube channel and put in Lisa Tamadi. Um, and I've got a playlist there of ultramarathon documentaries, so check that out. Right, guys, thanks for your time today. We'll see you again next week. Thanks, Neil. See you guys. Nice one, mate. That's it this week for Pushing the Limits. Be sure to rate, review, and share with your friends. And head over and visit Lisa and her team at lisatarmaty.com.